Chatwin. What is going on, fellow chatters? Today on the show, I have radio personality and now stay-at-home dad, the real Darren Stevens. But first, the coffee of the day is the white mocha from Starbucks, which is a great way to start the day. And now my chat with Darren Stevens. Today on the show, I've got the real Darren Stevens. Darren, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Oh, I am great today. It's sunny weather. Kids are back in school. And speaking of school, your little ones ventured off to school for the first time this past week. Absolutely. Well, one of them, one of them is going into grade two. So, uh, so he's been there before. But my twin girls just uh, went into junior kindergarten this week. So, similar to you, home with an empty house. Echo, echo. Well, my mine's not so empty. I've got college kids, so they're coming and going. So it's not <laughs> totally empty. But hey, what can you do? Can't complain, can you? No. So, anyways, uh, the Ontario government, uh, the new Ontario government, came in and. Premier Doug Ford decided, hey, what's better than having Bucka Beer back again? Which, I mean, <laughs> beer hasn't really been a dollar for a really long time, even though the actual minimum is a dollar twenty-five that companies can sell their beer. Their can legally charge for it, yeah. Yes, can legally charge yeah. for beer for. But have you seen a dollar twenty-five uh, for a bottle of beer? No, the way the way I've always perceived it, and I'm a big craft beer supporter. Um, the big guys uh, could, uh, you know, easily uh, handle a buck of beer, uh, you know, because they're making it in mass quantities, using a lot of additives, a lot of uh, a lot of fillers and stuff like that. So they could, they could have a buck of beer, and it could be a doable thing, and probably a certain <laughs> a certain red can beer drinker uh, would not notice the difference. Um, However, uh, you know, everything else in the market since, since that time has gone up in price. So if you're drinking a beer that costs a buck a beer from a craft brewery, that's a beer you really don't want to be drinking. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure, for sure. And, and reading the stories, out of, uh, I know from one article, out of 300 craft breweries that are in Ontario, only three of them actually had a buck of beer. One of them included the uh, PC brand, which... The DC brand, and that was, was only for a week or two. Well, yeah, I was, right? was, was going to say. I was going to say is that all these the, the three breweries had a limited time promotion, so essentially it's no longer a dollar a beer. Yeah. So I mean, exactly. I don't know what uh, kind of uh, thought went in behind. Well, I mean, there was really no thought in behind. It was, hey, <laughs> I'm going to sell you a buck of beer for all you people, but then he kind of forgot, oh, there's actually people who work for a living, and yeah. a, a dollar beer doesn't quite pay for the expenses of, of craft beer. Because where I live, uh, in Whitby, we've got essentially got four craft breweries. One is actually building a, a huge restaurant, three floors, with a uh, brewery on the bottom, restaurant on, on the middle, and then their sort of selective... Uh, beer aficionados at top yeah yeah no in ottawa is very similar uh, a few more than four i think their last count there was 36 37 craft brewers in ottawa um you know so there's an awful lot here and one of them uh you know did the did the you know kind of a novel thing they had uh buck of beer is what they called it 
and uh, and out of the sales of that beer, which I think was still going for two sixty five or so, a buck went to charity, which is a cool angle to to take the buck of beer. Well, I mean, that's essentially saying, hey, we'll we'll sell the buck of beer, but it's it's the actual name of the beer, not the price. Yeah, exactly. Anything else uh, in the wonderful world of craft brewery? Because I know you're deep into it. Well, the uh, I don't know when this uh, this segment is going to air, but uh, the Ontario Brewing Awards are in Toronto tomorrow, so all kinds of craft uh, breweries for uh, up for awards there. I'll be making the trek from Ottawa to Toronto to go and check out the awards and and uh, see how it all plays out. Uh, you know, so that should be fun. Meet some people, have some good beers, and good times. Other than that, um, you know, everybody right now is, uh, you know, <laughs> everybody is making pumpkin beer. Uh, I don't know about you, Jason. I'm not really a fan of pumpkin beers or pumpkin spice lattes or pumpkin scones or pumpkin anything, pretty much. I like pumpkin pie, and that's about it. Uh, you know, I think I've tried over my lifetime maybe hundreds of pumpkin beers, and I think there were only two that really hit home. And, uh, you know, it's fall, and uh, it'd be nice to see some breweries trying something other than pumpkin, but I guess the public is looking for that pumpkin thing. It's, so, it's, uh, it's the flavor of the, of the month, you know, <laughs> as soon as, and you hopefully know, just this month. Well, yeah, but you know, one, one company does it and then you've got to follow through until people don't want it anymore. Essentially. Yeah, exactly. Essentially. Yeah, exactly. Now looking at, uh, the fall, the new TV shows are coming out. I don't know how much of a TV fan you are, but, uh, <laughs> But I do know... A massive like, TV. I used to skip school to watch TV. Well, and as I tell my kids, when I was growing up, if you wanted to see a show, you had to be in front of the TV at that time, or else exactly. you, you, you don't know when it was going to be on next. Yeah, I used to... Uh, true story. I used to skip school because you probably don't remember it, but NBC uh, used to have the Tonight Show, and after the Tonight Show, it was Tomorrow with Tom Snyder. And then for a brief point in time, before Costas came on board, there was a show called NBC Overnight, and uh, it was hosted by Linda Ellerby, and, um, and it was like an overnight news show. And I literally skipped school so that I could stay up all night and watch the premiere episode of Overnight on NBC. And it tied in with a uh, lunar eclipse and stuff like that, so they kept going to the camera outside. It was pretty cool. And I've also skipped uh, school in the day so that uh, I could watch uh, David Letterman's first daytime talk show. Uh, you know, which was amazing. And, you know, hey, thanks, thanks to my parents for you know, giving me that freedom. And if I felt I really needed to do something and, and miss school for it, I was allowed to do it. Well, I, I, I was kind of not well, kind of the reverse, maybe, I guess. I, I was allowed to stay up a little bit later if there was a show that I wanted to watch. You know, SCTV was kind of the big one, whereas it was Thursday nights at uh, 10 o'clock or something, I think. And so I was allowed to stay up a little bit later so I can watch it. Of course, yeah. of course, when I when, when I was at uh, that, that, that young age, I actually thought it was a real TV station. So I was, <laughs> I was quite confused when I turned on the TV for a certain show I wanted to watch and it wasn't on. Yeah, because <laughs> it was. Always Thursday at nine. Yes, it was Thursdays at nine, and uh, it just really confused me when I was like Sundays at two, and it wasn't there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. as a you know seven eight year old, how was I to know? Exactly. So, anyways, the confusion. <laughs> exactly, of course. And my parents explained to me, "No, it's not a real TV station." Oh, okay. 
Well, it's good they explained it to you. Well, I yeah. figured it out myself I at mean, the beginning. I mean, they, they made it look really good. But anyways, yeah. back for, to... for that time, it looked, it looked <laughs> well, pretty believable. I mean, believable. yes, for that time. Back yeah. to the new TV shows. I don't know if you want to really call them new. There's now a Magnum PI reboot that's coming out. Uh, yeah. No mustache, though, but still a Ferrari. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's a, there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's, you know, it kind of disappoints me because I'm a big fan of the shows that we, we grew up with uh, watching and uh, both cartoons and the other shows. As You know, I'm a little bit of a TV addict, uh, but uh I'm a fan of the original shows. I like when someone does a show and reboot. If they're going to reboot it, reboot it completely differently. Do a completely different take on it. Uh, I don't know if you're a fan of the original Rocky and Bullwinkle cartoon. Yes. Um, but there's a reboot that just came out a couple months ago uh, that's on one of the American networks, and I, I've seen the episodes of it. You know, And online, uh, original Rocky and Bullwinkle fans are trashing it. Uh, you know, it doesn't look the same, doesn't have the same feel, not the same voices and that. But as time went on, they started to appreciate the show and love it more. So when someone posted that they heard the show was being canceled, they couldn't believe it because they really got into it now. Because although the voices are different, the, the yeah, characterizations of them are a little bit different. It is a completely different reboot, completely different look for it. And it's got a great new feel and a new life to it. Um, you know, and... I, I, for one, love it. So Magnum, for example, I would love to see it if they took that character and did something completely different. Why does Magnum have to be a guy? Why does he have to be a guy with a mustache? You know, he could be a girl. Well, I mean, that would actually really change the show and sort of make it separate from... Because, I mean, if you want to watch the show you grew up with, watch the show you grew up with. You don't need, exactly. need a reboot. Um, among others, like Magnum P.I., there's now a Murphy Brown revival with all of the same actors in it. I'm guessing a little bit because of the Trump presidency. Yeah, and, and you know, that could be that could be similar. They saw the success of uh, the short-lived Roseanne um, you know, show. Uh, and, and, you know, it was, a, you know, Murphy Brown was the more intelligent uh, sitcom. And I think that that's probably the rationale on that. They saw the, uh, how, the success of Roseanne. They thought, oh, you know what? Murphy Brown would be a great show to have back on the air. And it's kind of cool that they have uh, a lot of the original cast back. Um, and, you know, I hope it, I hope it fares well. Um, you know, there's, there's, I heard there's a Charlie's Angels reboot as well. And again, uh, you know, nothing drastic under the plot or, or the characters or anything. Uh, you know, so I like when they change something up a little bit when they just rehash it for the sake of, hey, maybe someone will tune in now and we'll get an audience again. Uh, you know, I don't like that. They're redoing Charm as well, I saw, which I don't know when that left uh, TV, but it, to me it wasn't long, <laughs> long ago. Uh, so to reboot Charm kind of shocks me. I think a lot of it is sort of uh, let's be safe, let's be sure we have a fan base, you know, they might tune in to, to the new show instead of doing a completely new kind of TV show and and and, and trying to, to go with that. I think it's just sort of the new, like, a lot of the broadcast TV shows that if it doesn't do well within four episodes, it's gone. Uh, unlike yeah. the past where, I mean, a number of shows that uh, were success didn't have a fan base for the first year. Exactly. It, it took a while. Ratings weren't as quick as they are now, and, 
and social media wasn't wasn't around. Uh, so you know they gave shows a good shot, at least six episodes, at least. Um, and uh, you know, and I think that's where you know online platforms like Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime, um, you know, are really stepping up their game in that they're looking for original content. Sure, they do some reboots. You know, don't get me started on the reboot of Stretch Armstrong. He's a skinny <laughs> dude now. What's up with that? Um, but uh, they do, uh, you know, you look at the amount of original programming that, that they have. Stranger Things, probably the biggest blockbuster. And, you know, actually, uh, CW in the States has uh, Riverdale. Like, an awesome reboot of the Archie comics uh, story. And, you know, I like that show. Yeah. Oh no, I, that show was like I I I liked the show as well. It was just kind of it was it was kind of uh, a little tough to get into at first because um, growing up with Archie characters, you had who they were in your mind, yeah. and so you sort yeah. of had to say, okay, this is going to be different. This is new. You kind of had to sort of clean the slate, uh, as they say, to to uh, to sorry, so you can uh, really ingest these characters and see where they go with them. Yeah, absolutely. And Netflix, I think it's later this month in, at Comic-Con in New York, uh, they're going to be uh, premiering the trailers and that for the new Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which I think will be cool as well. Yes, I think, uh, as I said, like I was looking at a list of like the top 30 brand new shows coming up, and probably more than half of them were either Netflix, uh, Amazon Prime, or, or Hulu, which unfortunately we don't get. Yeah. Being up in up in Canada, well, I mean, I used to get unless it. you have an Android. Well, box, well, that's well another story. yeah. Well, I mean, I used to get Hulu a few years ago, but now not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> now moving on to probably the biggest story that's happening right now is Hurricane Florence, and and it's looking to make landfall probably in in a day or so. Yeah. Um, one of the bigger stories, I think, uh, because of the the size of the hurricane and and the amount of water that it looks like it's going to be dropping on. Uh, one of the bigger stories to coming out of it are the people that are sticking uh, in their homes and going to ride the storm out. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I mean, I can understand why they want to ride the storm out, but then I, I don't know if I'd want to take that chance, especially with my family. Yeah, it's a, you know, it's one of those things that a lot of people don't think it's going to be as bad as, as it is. And, you know, past uh, hurricanes and tornadoes have kind of, you know, they've kind of warned people, get out, get out. And there have been people who stuck to their guns and stayed in their places, and everything's been great. And then there have been the unfortunate ones that have been completely devastated, and islands that have been completely devastated and still recovering years later. Um, but, um, you know, I, I was in uh, Hurricane Sandy years ago, um, I was actually in the south, and I was driving back, racing, uh, racing back to Ottawa to try and get out of the harm's way. Um, so it was interesting because the highways were uh, completely barren, and the only cars that I w- was passing were Red Cross and FEMA. And you know, talk about uh, you know white knuckling it while you're driving. <laughs> you see things like that, and it's just rain coming down, and you get you get scared. Um, but you know, in my mind, I just kept going, I got to get out of this. I got to get out of this. No, I'm no dummy. I've got a lot to live for. And you know, I, I wanted to get to the highest, safest ground as possible. But the thing about Florence hitting the coast, and I don't know if you've seen this, but just 
Have you seen them? Oh, I've seen the radar photos. It's it's, it's incredibly just just massive. It's massive, but if you if you check online, everybody's having a good laugh, including the weather service. The radar picture that the weather service has been out there. Uh, let's just say it appears that uh, something is penetrating the Carolinas. The funniest thing to come out of Florence is that. With my guests, I have a little segment called. Fast five, and that essentially is: I do five questions. First thing that pops out of your mind, you give it to me. So, first question: first album you bought? First album or or CD or cassette? First album. Actual album that sort of was your sort of music inspiration moving forward. Okay, you ready for it? Sure. It was the Osmonds' Crazy Horses. That is not something I thought I would hear. No, uh, I had a very diverse uh, young childhood growing up musically. Uh, I, I, I'm fortunate enough to have, as a child, seen uh, the Johnny Cash show at the Ottawa X and various other venues as a young child. The Irish Rovers, the Osmonds, uh, the Lawrence Welk Band. I saw, like, anything musical. I just loved it, and, and I was there, um, you know, so... Uh, one of the first albums I actually bought was uh, Crazy Horses by the Osmonds. One of the first albums I listened to was Johnny Cash. Well, I I mean, you can't complain there. Yeah. First band you introduced your kids to? First band I introduced my kids to, uh, uh, well, they might say Michael Jackson, um, <laughs> but um, I think it was Guns N' Roses. Um you know, they, they, they tend to uh, like and listen to a lot of Michael Jackson because they love the videos. Um, but my son would probably say it was Guns N' Roses was the first band that uh, I think he ever heard <laughs> heard me crank it in the car. And, uh, and he was like, what's this, Dad? I said, it's Guns N' Roses, son. <laughs> That's a good dad. Yeah. Poutine or pizza? Uh, both. Uh, if you follow my Facebook post, you know I am a sucker for junk food. Uh, I, if it's junk food, I am there, whether it's donuts, ice cream, pizza, poutine, a different kind of burger, a hot dog, uh, you name it. I'm a massive fan of, uh, of Southern barbecue, so uh, I, I can't decide on that one. It all depends on the pizza, though, and it all depends on the poutine. Uh, some fast food places, I will not eat their poutine or their pizza. Uh, but when you get a good pizza or a good poutine, ah, that's just amazing. See, now I've I've had an answer that was poutine on pizza. Yeah, I've, I've seen that happen. <laughs> seen that happen. Now this might be a hard one for you. Favorite beer? Oh, that is a that is a tough one for me uh, uh, because I can't just say one because then how, the other three that I work for. How about a type? For, how about a type? Well. Um, my favorite type of beer would be uh, uh, wheat beer or vice beer. Uh, I like some Gosas. Um, you know, I, I tend to like the uh, lighter, lighter, not necessarily alcohol content, but lighter flavored beers uh, where you can really taste the flavor. Dark beers like stouts and porters, uh, browns, I find, you know, they don't work well with my taste buds and my palate. Uh, and I really like things where I can... I get a sense of the taste, uh, the flavor of it, and that's what kind of, that you know that that would be probably my choice and style of beer. 
Now, favorite place to pick up a shot of Java if you're a oh. coffee drinker? Yeah, it's my kitchen. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, working those long hours and being with the kids in that, you probably guess uh, I, I go through a lot of uh, a lot of coffee, um, and it's um, you know so it's, I generally have like two or three cups before they're even up, um, and then maybe one or two throughout the day, um, and sometimes even one at night before I start working on stuff. So. Uh, you know, most cases I'd say my house or um, or wherever you can get it. Yeah, or, or somewhere <laughs> somewhere on the road. Yeah. 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 Now, thanks very much, Darren, for sitting down, catching us catching us up on what you're going, what's going on with you. Where can we find no you on problem. the Where can we find you on the internets? Um, I, I'm out. I'm floating around. Yeah, it's the real Darren Stevens show on Facebook. Uh, even though there's no real show, but there's still well, some we, interest there whatsoever. We we got to get you back on. Uh, well, you know it's 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 bizarre because occasionally I've had people offer it and they come up, but but then when it comes down to it, it's like I don't. It's not. I'm not feeling it. But I'm not feeling the love that I did uh, when I was younger. I was like when I was. I remember when I was a little kid and I was doing those tapes in my room and playing the records and making my own little song parodies and coming up with my sketches. It was fun and it was exciting. And um, and then when I started working it at Real Radio, it was fun and exciting. And the thought of doing that again excites me. I would love to do a show, uh, an experience like that. Uh, you know, remember, I grew up watching things like Hee Haw, which is one of my favorite shows, and Laugh-In, uh, Saturday Night Live in the early years. Uh, things like that. I like shows. I like entertainment. Tonight Show, Letterman, uh, all of those things. And now it seems most cases when they ask me to come and do a shift or something like that, all they want is the basics. Just back sell this song and do this. And that's not who I am. If I'm going to do it, I want to. I want to have fun. I want it to be entertaining and exciting. I want something that some kid could be sitting in their room uh, listening to me going, that's what I want to do for a living, you know? Uh, I, I would like to inspire that way as opposed to just be that voice who's saying that was, this is uh, kind of thing. So maybe someday something in radio, whether it's, you know, real terrestrial radio or podcast or something will come along. But uh, until, until I could make a show of it and have fun and entertain. And have time. Um, you know. I, I'm fun doing. Uh, I, I, I'm fine having a show for my kids. I guess that's all it necessary. As long as you're having fun, that's all that matters. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I'll let you go so you can get on with your day. Have a good all day, right, and thanks. thanks very much. Thanks so much, Jason. Okay. Thanks so much, Jason. You're welcome. It's been a pleasure. Bye. I would like to thank the real Darren Stevens for coming in, and thanks to you for tuning in. And you can contact me on Twitter, at Jason Perry, that's at Jason, P-E-R-R-I-E-R. And use the hashtag chance to chat with if there is someone who you want me to chat with. Until we chat again, I'm out.